Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. And welcome to another edition of Testify here on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in once again this this evening. And for those of us that get the opportunity to listen to us on podcasts, thank you so much for making the time to listen. And I trust that what we're going to share with you this evening, myself and my two guests, um, will certainly be an inspiration into your life, both spiritually, uh, emotionally, psychologically, and just in whatever form you need uplifting at this very moment. So my name is Ingrid Carly Moses, and I would also like you to please follow us on Facebook, that is Testify Ministry on Facebook, as well as on Instagram, and then on Anchor Podcast, uh, should you not be able to um, uh, continue to listen to this program, 
or be able to then share as well this recording with those in your circle of influence and family and friends that you think can benefit from the conversation we're going to have this evening. So thank you so much, dear listeners. And without further ado, I am going to give Christu an opportunity to say hi to you this evening. Christu, it's, it's, it's WordSpread, um, WordSpread Foundation's uh, chance to be able to host the program this evening as we know as you know it's every two weeks so i'd like to just say good evening to you christo hello ingrid yeah thank you so much it's it's always a great uh, to join you again on testify and to our listeners thank you very much for tuning in again and also to our podcast listeners um i i enjoy uh, not listening to my own podcasts, but to have the ability to share what we um, spend an evening on uh, with such a broad audience, even around the globe. So Ingrid, yes, thank you so much again for the invite and the opportunity to be part of your show. Yes, awesome. Thank you, Kristen. Absolutely. It's a global, global outreach and we appreciate that opportunity. Yes, so we've had some really challenging events happening in South Africa this last while uh, with the unrest and the looting on top of uh, the impact of COVID-19, the pandemic that it is still having on our lives. And Christo's going to speak to us this evening about that topic and a very interesting title indeed, Christo, Lockdown Limitations, Fertilizer or Poison. Okay, that is now really, really intriguing me. And so, Christo, I'm going to give you the opportunity to address our listeners then around this topic that you have chosen this evening. Ingrid, yes. Um, it's, an, it's an interesting to topic, as you mentioned, and it's an interesting topic that arose from discussions with pastors here locally in South Africa. Uh, and as our listeners probably know, um, part of what we do at WordSpread is to stay in touch with what happens on the ground and we, we make it part of the research that we do to ensure that our programs, including the church growth program, hit where it needs to uh, hit the mark on the, on the target, obviously. Now, um, in the last while, we, we've done research looking at the impact of COVID. Uh, and the limitations as a result of that um, on churches and congregations. Now, can you believe it's almost 500 days since we've entered into the lockdown? Um, it's it's amazing. It, um, it yeah, it's flown by, but it's also dragged along. I think for most of us. Now, one of the questions that we recently put out to a group of almost 500. Uh, pastors or participants was what has happened to discipleship in your church as a result of the lockdown protocols? Um, how has it changed in your church? Um, and obviously in a, in a survey like this, you can give as many options available. What we decided to, to keep it to four possible uh, outcomes. The first one <clears throat> is we are now uh, almost back to pre-COVID to the pre-COVID model. So church attendance is roughly back to that, given that we we still have the uh, the level four 
lockdown. Um, and 20% uh, of churches or participants said in their church, um, they're almost back to the pre-COVID model. So as soon as the lockdown limitations allow for the um, uh, church gatherings to happen the way it, it could, um, they believe they'll be back at the pre-COVID model. Um, but what we've seen is that a lot of churches who had not been um, active and effective home cell churches, um, they had now, you know, invested into this model of home cells. And 27 of the percent of the respondents said that the attendance at home cells had grown. So more than a quarter of churches participating in this survey have, have said home cell attendance have grown. And that's amazing because home cells typically are not church services as such. They're discipling events. And so for us who, who pursue as word spread discipling and the growth of it as a, as a concept in churches, that is amazing news. Only 7% of our, our participants in this survey reported that the attendance at home cells are down. So, you know, that's almost negligible. And there's probably a reason why that would have happened. Um, but you know, the most amazing, most exciting feedback that we received is that almost 50% of our participants said that they now, post-lockdown, or at least at this stage, after the implementation of the lockdown uh, protocols, more members are now involved in their church, which is exciting, exciting news for us. Now, obviously, that allows or that asks for more uh, research. What exactly does it mean? How are people more involved? Um, is it only because they're attending home cells now? Um, or are they actually coming to church whenever the church is open? So there's a, there's a lot of extra research to be done. But as, as, you, as, can, as you can gather as a, as a listener, um, you realize that it's not all just doom and gloom. Um, but one of the pastors raised a comment that, that made me at least, and us as a, as a leadership team at WordSpread, think uh, about what was said. And it, it was said that lockdown has been to the church as a whole, but also in the separate units, congregations, um, small parishes, um, the impact has been either a fertilizer or it has been a pesticide, a poison. And, and as I was working through this, I, I realized that, you know, there's a need in agriculture for both of these. You need as a farmer to have both available. You need a fertilizer, obviously, to, to make the soil um, better suited to grow the um, or add the natural substances needed to increase fertility of your of your land and have better results in your farming. Um, and there are definite results or advantages of, of fertilizing, 
But you also need pesticides um, in farming. But let's look at COVID from a perspective where um, a, a, a pesticide or then a poison is not something just killing off uh, the pests or the weeds, um, but really killing off your produce. And so with that in mind, my question to pastors or church leaders or just church members would be, have you experienced COVID and the lockdown, uh, be it at whatever level, have you experienced it as a fertilizer or as a poison to your church? Now, uh, when, you, when you add this question to the feedback that we've received in our, in our, in our um, research, it's clear that COVID, we, if you look from the outside, you would imagine it has been a wholesale poison to the church and to the body of Christ. But in reality, from the feedback we get, it's actually been the other way around. It's been a fertilizer. It's forced church leaders to rethink the way in which they, they uh, disciple their members, in which they equip their church members to go to the world with a message of good news. Um, and so we are really, as word spread, excited about what we experience, not just in the research, but in the openness of churches. And remember, when we now talk as, as word spread, we, we're not just looking at the church only from a South African perspective. We're looking at it from an African perspective and I'm actually able to even draw on a little bit of the experience of our partners like Sherwood Global, who really is a, a global ministry. Feedback is that around the globe, churches who focus on discipling and equipping their church members, uh, raising them up, motivating them, guiding them, gearing them to go out to the good news they are seeing the results. The church of God grows wherever church leaders focuses on using COVID and the protocols that come with it as a fertilizer. Now, we know, we've seen from the, the results that COVID can be a poison able to kill off churches. And we have heard of churches um, I'm aware of many pastors who had um, reasonably sized churches and congregations who actually out of a job, who had to close down their churches because of their place of, of worship closing down or not being available for, for that purpose anymore. Uh, we know of a lot of financial impact on churches, but from a spiritual perspective, COVID actually gave the church, the body of Christ, an opportunity to reassess, are we going in the right direction? Are we doing what we need to train and disciple our members? And are we getting the message out to the world? And yes, I am happy to say from our experience, that is actually the case. Now, I want to challenge church leaders, pastors, church members to go and sit down maybe for a moment and reassess is that the case in your church or in your congregation? Is that actually what has happened? Or have you decided maybe 
latently or patently to apply a license fee um, principle to this and, and just hope, maybe just pray, serious faith, just to, to work through the pandemic and pick up again once we, we go back to more normal society. Or have you decided to use this situation to grow the church, to equip your church members? Um, I'm going to ask Ingrid in a moment to, to play us some music, but directly after the music, um, the development officer of WordSpread for South Africa, Bongani Makufani, um, will be joining us, and he's going to be sharing with us on uh, church growth conferences that WordSpread will be hosting in South Africa during the next couple of months. And uh, I want to challenge you as a church leader to reassess, isn't this the time for you as a church leader to get involved in equipping your church members, first of all, to disciple, to, well, to evangelize, to take the message of good news to the world, and then secondly, to be able to disciple those new Christians together with the ones that have already been in your church. Ingrid, um, I'm handing back to you for a moment. Let's listen to some music. Thank you, Christo, yes, for that insightful reflection and definitely pertinent on uh, questions, excuse me, um, that we need to be asking ourselves during this time. How have we approached the limitations that have come with lockdown, that have come with this pandemic? And uh, sometimes I think we might just feel as if we don't know the way forward. We are just... Um, uh, you know, sort of shackled and not sure what the next step is. But um, from the gist of the program, I see that our next guest is going to give us some inspiration along those lines. So let's listen to a song first. And this song is called Quiet by Elevation Worship. Here we go again, my mind racing And I can't seem to win all these crazy thoughts and feelings It's like it never ends until your voice breaks through my noise I know I'm not alone, not alone You fight my battles, if I would just be still Why would I keep running when you're Speak. 
Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and this evening with me is Christopher Andeskay from Wordspread Foundation, speaking to us about the limitations of lockdown and how have you, as an individual Christian, or potentially a pastor of a church, or of a small group, or within your spiritual um context um, approached these limitations have you used it as a fertilizer to use the it as an opportunity or has it become a poison where it has actually it just stifled uh, your spirituality and your initiative and projects within your spiritual context be that as it may, it's not always easy. And that is why we have partners and organizations um, such as Wordspread Foundation. So Christu and his colleague, Bungani Makufani, is going to speak to us in terms of how you can actually step in with some hope and step in to reach out in terms of a program that is available. So, Krista, I'm going to hand back to you and have yourself and Bungani have a chat in terms of uh, what you have in mind that church leaders can access. Thank you, Ingrid. Yes, um, great opportunity for me this evening to invite onto the show a man who I've now known for the best part of six years and who is not just a wonderful co-worker in Christ, uh, but has really become a close friend of mine as well. Bongani, thank you so much for joining us this evening on Testify. Thank you very much, Christo, and uh, thank you to Ingrid for inviting me. Uh, it's been a while. Yes, our listeners may remember quite a while ago, Bongani was on the show as well. Uh, at that stage, he was still involved um, mostly with Oasis International, our partner, um, actually under the heading of Oasis Publishing Africa back then. Um, but he has always had, as we jokingly say, two hats on his head. And uh, for the last while, he's mostly had the red one on. Uh, Bongani, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you've been doing um, as Development Officer for South Africa at WordSpread. Oh, thank you, Christo. It's it's been an amazing period with, uh, you know, in the kingdom of the Lord. Yes, I love your message. How you came across in the beginning, you know, how you talked about the contrast that we are faced upon. Uh, the church is challenged um, because of of COVID, but some are finding ways on how to cope with the new way of living, which is the COVID pandemic. So we've been quite busy with, uh, you know fellowshipping with the church and uh, getting together in terms of planning for uh, how do we get together as soon as we can gather uh, with the, the church growth conference, which is a, you know, it's a program that we, the ministry, the word, the word spread foundation has come up with in, in trying to create a program that creates the relationship with the church, in equipping the church leaders, equipping uh, the members of the church to evangelize. This is mainly a tool to grow the church. Our, I think as a, as a Word Spread Foundation, our core responsibility is sharing the word. We just touched and we are passionate about 
how do we reach others for Christ with in a partnership with the church? So we've been quite busy um, organizing, um, arranging, and sometimes mostly networking with the church leaders uh, here in Gauteng. We, we're mostly focusing in, in Gauteng right now um, in three areas of Gauteng, which is the Joburg area and the Pretoria, which is the Swanee area and the Eastern area. And uh, it's, it's, we, we thank the Lord for everything that he has been doing with the ministry. Yes, um, when Bongani started reaching out to pastors, let's just say that to our audience, um, we said, okay, um, things are starting starting to open up again in churches, and um, it's probably time to start planning for a, a church conference. And we said, let's look at um, sometime during August, and let's identify one area in Gauteng uh, where we can host an event. Back then, the lockdown protocol would have allowed an event of 50 people. Um, Bongani, as, as it stands, you mentioned, uh, we, we already planning now for three events across Gauteng. And um, we have to move the dates, but, but we're hoping for more than just 50 people to be attending each of those events. Indeed, Christo. You know, I, I look at this and say, we're blessed in many ways than one. And because as, you know, because we have seen the, 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 the norm with, with, with the pandemic that uh, even the government allows, according to how big the size of our areas, uh, the size of the facility is, then certain number of people are allowed to gather. So we, 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 we're looking at this and we, as we chat with our partners in the, in, you know, with the church, with the churches that we were working with, they're looking at uh, for what they've been allowed previously. Some of them are gatherings of up to 50, which we look forward to. And then there's others that has got a certain number, which is beyond 50. And we so passionately, we're so very happy about that because we're hoping that, the, you know, the, as we go forward, by then the numbers will have grown to accommodate those kind of numbers that we're talking about, which is beyond 50. Yes, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, initially when WordPress started in South Africa, um, almost five years ago, but, but as we started networking with the churches, uh, the plan initially had been to train the church, literally congregation by congregation. And, and since we had to change our model, uh, which again is, is probably the fertilizer that COVID had brought to our ministry, is that we now do church growth conferences, uh, which allows us to, to reach many, many more uh, congregations than initially planned. Um, Bongani, could you give us the, the dates that you um, have on our diary for the three events in Gauteng? Certainly, yes, Christopher. So we, we're looking at on the 15th of September uh, to be in Jobe. Um, we're looking mostly to be in Soweto. Right now, we're certain we'll be in Soweto on the 15th of, of September. And on the 17th, this will be the 15th will be a Wednesday, and the 17th of September it will be a Friday, and it will be in Swane in 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 uh, This is the north in the north of Swane, and uh, on the 23rd of September 
will be in the East Rand. Mostly, we're looking at Deviton. We'll be around Deviton area, and we we ask, you know, the ch- the the church, the king, the house of the, of the Lord, the kingdom, as we look at it, that if you are around these areas that we're speaking about, that we, you know, we, we fellowship together, and you see how we can partner together to reach, you know, the others for Christ through this um, the conference that we we hold for in those areas. Right, Bungani, um, I'm, think, I'm thinking, I believe, that there is, as you speak, uh, a lot of pastors and a lot of church members that are asking, when are these uh, conferences coming to other parts of South Africa, maybe the Southern Cape or then the Western Cape at least? Um, do you have any indication when... Uh, our listeners in the Western Cape, for instance, can expect to, to see a conference taking place. Yes, Christo. We, our, you know, I had this uh, in, in <laughs> when we, we, we chatted with one of my friends in Cape Town, who's a pastor, and we, we spoke about almost an hour talking about the need for us to also go out uh, from only focusing, because he thought we focus mostly in Gauteng, but I said, no. All over South Africa, even beyond the borders of South Africa, we, we, we're reaching out to, to, to equipping the churches and the church leaders on, you know, on evangelism and discipleship through the, the church growth con- conference. So we're looking forward to be going to Cape Town soon. Hopefully this year, we, in October, I'm saying that we, if, as we're planning now, we're looking say, to say by October, with the dates yet to be confirmed, we must be able to have a fellowship in, in Cape Town. But as, as we look at this and say, over our calendar year, we're still going to have in the new year. If we can be doing a lot this year because of you know, the restrictions and the good things that are happening in terms of how um, we can reach certain areas, we're also looking forward to in the new year that we're going to be going out into Durban, into Mpumalanga, into Eastern Cape. But this is this is some of the news that we'll be we'll be breaking as time goes on, and we with our partners and with the planning that we, we're looking forward to uh, finalizing, we'll we'll be able to name all these dates and places. Yeah, exciting news, Bongani. Uh, we're coming to the end of uh, the second session of the show. And before Ingrid plays us some music, um, will you give our listeners your contact detail if they want to reach out to you and start, um, well, planning for a local uh, conference in the areas? Uh, maybe just your your uh, your cell phone for the moment. Yes, no problem. I, I'm 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 available on on this number, uh, which I'm glad to share with you, which is zero seven four. Five two eight nine triple one. So I repeat, zero seven four five two eight nine one one one. And I will be. We will be able to engage, and will I will be really looking forward to see what you know other areas that we can reach out, which we might not be uh, you know thinking about right now. But if when when pastors call us to go out there. We're so willing to partner with them and see how we can do the work of the, of the Lord together. 
Thank you, Bongani. Yes, uh, our listeners, uh, if you're excited about this, please reach out to Bongani. Ingrid, I'm handing back to you. Let's listen to some music. Thank you, Christu and Bongani. And the next song that uh, has been selected is actually one very appropriate to the conversation. And it is a local song called Africa for Praise His Name, which is exactly the hope that we have in terms of reaching out to our local churches uh, with the Church Growth Conference. So here you have it. Africa will praise his name by Peter Kofi and friends.
Welcome back, dear listeners, and that was Africa Will Praise His Name. So I'm still speaking to Christoph van der Skee from Wordspread Foundation and his colleague, Bungani, who's just spoken to us about the church growth program. So I'm going to hand over back to Christoph, because they've got some more um, news to share with us, just with regards to what you can do during this time of lockdown to ensure that you aren't limited spiritually by the restrictions and stay inspired to grow your church. Christo, please continue to address the listeners. Ingrid, as our listeners have heard this evening and they've heard before uh, when I'm on the show, uh, there's, there's definitely a drive uh, from our side as word spread at least uh, to, to sensitize churches or then church leaders to the need for the scriptural application of growing the church, the, the Great Commission, which really focuses on two things. On the one end, it's uh, growing your church in the number of members, but then also those members need to be discipled. They need to almost like the disciples, sit at the feet of someone who breaks the Word of God down into understandable chunks. And um, we find wherever we go that there are so many churches not um, having that culture of discipling, teaching people on a one-to-one or small group basis. So um, churches over the last year and a half, um, that it never had that culture of discipling, of spending time with their members in smaller groups, equipping them spiritually, teaching them how to reach out and share the gospel to others. The churches that have started doing that are the churches that have seen COVID to be a fertilizer rather than a poison. And so... Uh, from what Bungani has just shared with us, uh, you can hear that the interest from pastors to get involved into a formalized methodology or structure uh, is growing. Um, as I mentioned, we really had only plans for one church growth conference in South Africa, uh, at least for the third quarter. And suddenly, with all the uh, pastors talking amongst themselves there in the north, um, there's, a, there's just a drive from them that as soon as the protocol allow for it, that these events be held. And so, yes, I'm, I'm so excited uh, that that's happening. So to, to get to the point I want to make in this session, and it will be a short one, is, is really as you as the church leader or you as a church member, uh, sit down and assess what we have shared during the show uh, this evening, is where is your church after 500 odd days of COVID? Are you growing? Are you declining? Are you almost back to normal? But what was that normal pre-COVID? Was it uh, enough people attending services, um, giving the, the tithing and the offerings to keep a congregation going, but not really making an impact in society or in the community it's based. 
Or was it a church that really, really did what the Lord had called it to do? And that is the question I'm leaving with our listeners, with our audience this evening. Uh, and that's not just our listeners here in the Southern Cape. I'm talking to anyone listening to this podcast at any stage. Sit down, assess, are you achieving what the Lord had called you uh, to do? What the Lord had called you to achieve? Um, are you making use of COVID uh, as a fertilizer? which I believe is what the Lord had intended that to be. Um, let me finish off this session, Ingrid, before we listen to some more music. Um, but when we look at the church, the early church, of which we read a lot about in Acts, in the book of Acts in the Bible, you'll see that it, the church grew at that stage at a rapid pace. But it grew in one of the worst times possible for anyone to accept the Lord Jesus as their Savior. There was a lot of bad things taking place. Uh, if, you, if you read the second half of, of Acts, you'll see that the church there in Jerusalem had to run for their lives. Christians went out of, out of Jerusalem uh, and they, they went anywhere. They crossed the Jordan. They went into Syria. They ran as far away as Europe just to get away from uh, what had happened to the church. And the church continued to grow. Why? Because people were discipled. They were taught how to share the good news. Um, the church had a culture of reaching out. Now we 2,000 years down the road, down the line, uh, we've seen many revivals around the globe, especially over the last 100, 200 years. Um, and there's so much that we as a church can learn from what has happened. And so I'm leaving this before you this evening or today to consider. Are you utilizing what God has made available in his word? What is available out there in the form of equipping people through personal evangelism and through discipleship, basic discipleship, and using a time such as this to grow the kingdom of God. Um, I'll leave in the next session contact details so you can reach out to WordSpread. And I, as always, want to say, we don't see what we offer as the be-all and the end-all of church growth. But what we offer, we believe, and we've, we've got the proof now in, in the rest of Africa as well, that God uses this method to grow the church. Ingrid, let's listen to some music. Thanks. Thank you, Christy, for those words of inspiration. We're going to listen to King of Kings by Hillsong Worship. Oh, mm -hmm. 
Welcome back, you listeners. Um, this has been a very insightful chat with Christoph van der Skeer from Wordspread Foundation and his colleague Bungani Makufani. And they've been speaking about the Church Growth Conference and just how we can use um, the limitations of lockdown as potential fertilizer into our spiritual life and our church and our communities, rather than uh, allowing it to poison our spirituality and the work that we do for Christ. So, Christo, I'm going to allow you this opportunity to just say some closing words of inspiration and, um, and give our listeners, uh, a, a, again, a, a heads up in terms of the programs that are to be run in the next while. Thank you, Christo. Ingrid, thanks again. Yes, as we had shared earlier this um, evening, uh, the discussion was on do you see lockdown protocols as a poison that kills or even killed your church? Or is it a fertilizer that not only sustains but allows for the growth of your church? And as I said earlier, I want to challenge church leaders to assess in their own instance if that has been the case, or at least which of the two um, opportunities, or which of the two choices um, has been uh, the case in their church to this date. And then um, I want to thank Bungani for joining us this evening. And um, as our listeners have heard, he's busy organizing events that we believe will, will grow to be impactful and quite big uh, for the moment up in Gauteng. And then uh, shortly after that, we believe into the Western Cape and into KZN. If you listen to this um, recording or to the show and uh, you are interested in attending such a church growth conference, reach out to us. Um, if you did not get Mongani's uh, uh, cell phone number, you can always call WordSpread on our office number, uh, number 064 504 5954. And then, uh, yeah, reach out to us, speak to us, and uh, let's see how we can, through the WordSpread model, help you equip your church and grow it in a time like this. Ingrid, from my side, thank you so much again for the opportunity. And to our listeners, thank you for dialing in again. Uh, we love having you on show and dealing with you. Thank you, Christu and Bongani for your input this evening and for inspiring our listeners once again. Yes, listeners, you know, we can become so overwhelmed by our context by what's happening, especially in this time, as Christo mentioned at the start of the program, almost 500 days since the first day of lockdown in March 2020, a very long time to go through this roller coaster ride of needing to adjust to a new normal. And just as you think you are, then the goalposts shift again. And, uh, you know, we get back to a semblance of what it, a sense of normality. And then again, we've got to go into uh, and readjust again. Yes, we're in the third wave of lockdown, here, or at least of the pandemic here in South Africa. And it's certainly taking its toll. But we stay inspired. We continue to keep our eyes on the Lord. And we thank Christo and his team for the amazing work that they do for the kingdom of God.
And so we close off this program this evening with a prayer and a blessing for everyone. So thank you, listeners, for tuning in once again. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father God, for being with us. Thank you, Father God, for this platform of this radio ministry that we can once again come together to uplift your name and to praise and worship you. Lord, it's not always easy, Lord, to understand your will in our life. And especially, Lord, with what's happened within our global um, sense of being in existence in this past 500 days. Father God, I thank you for the team of Wordspread Foundation that has continued to persevere, Lord, regardless of the limitations. And thank you once again that they've come on board this evening to inspire the listeners, that we may be able to know that there is a means to continue our ministry and that we use the context to become a fertilizer for the kingdom of God. Father God, please bless the work of their hands and their intentions that they have and the plans that they have going forward. Please also bless the listeners that have tuned in um, to seek, Lord, a new inspiration, to seek, Lord, a, a new way of connecting with you. Bless everyone and bless their families. Bless the radio station of Eden FM as well. And for everyone that's tuned in, whether this evening on our broadcast or via the podcast, whenever they may hear this particular episode. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing in our life and for your grace and your mercy. Amen. And so we play out this evening with a local song. It's an Afrikaans song and so appropriate also for this time. And it is called Fool Ye Di Genade, Dear Joe Black. Thank you, dear listeners. Keep safe, stay well, and be blessed until we connect again next week. Good night. Hou aan loop en kijk weer op Dan zoveel meer wat op jou wacht. Ze mij voel je die genade. Die zon kom op, verplant jou oor. Is dat te groot om te verstaan? Maar ze mij voel je die genade. En die water loop, ja die water strook. Ze mij voel. Net a mens Hy is God Maar jy sal nooit Uit sy hand uitval Sê my voel jy die genade Jy is vry gekoop Die prijs is reeds betaal Jy is skoon gewas 
Sanctuary, pure and 